Hello and welcome to Fragmenters, the most entertaining podcast that I've found where you get to have a conversation with business women who are enthusiastic about life, work, and money. We love building up other women and getting them ready for their new careers. Hello and welcome back to Fragmenters, my friends. I have a doozy for you today. I'm speaking with Caitlin Young. She is the owner of Social Media Doctor, as well as Raw and Real Empowerment. How about you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your businesses? Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it so much. And yeah, like you said, I own two businesses. I own a social media company that's focused on bringing integrity to the front of businesses. And then I also own part own Raw and Real Empowerment. And we are working on making that a coaching program that focuses on showing entrepreneurs, people that want to get into business, that you don't have to compromise your core values and your integrity to be successful and empower them in that. So I'm really excited to be here. And oh, and I'm a bestselling author. But anyway. Oh, (laughs) no big deal. (laughs) (laughs) So what's your book about? Yeah, so it's called Unmasking the Greatness Within. And it is basically my story of how I basically found out I was wearing all these masks growing up and how I unmasked them and found who I really was the raw and real me underneath through you know depression through being diagnosed with different mental illnesses growing up you know I had every reason not to succeed and I pushed past that anyway that's awesome and that's vulnerable. So I expect tears today. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It'll probably happen. (laughs) One thing that I liked you said for social media doctor, you said that you bring integrity to the forefront. What did you mean by that? So when I'm representing a brand or a person in our company, Basically, what we do is we represent them as they are. You know, we're not throwing the random quote here or the, you know, call to action there that you see everywhere else. We're deep diving into what the company is about, why the owner found it, everything. And we bring that out through the posting. So we bring their integrity and their values to the forefront instead of buy my stuff and, uh, you know, see this quote over here and then click this shit. You know, it's, whatever, you know, so we wanted to show that you can be yourself and be successful on social media and it's proved itself. That's awesome. So you keep saying we, you have employees? Yes, I do. I have two right now growing quickly, considering that I started this business literally in March. Oh, wow. I am now growing and we have three employees and I'm still hiring it's grown quickly and it's just expanded and then you know you add a second business in there and it's just going really fast for sure oh I get it I decided to open my first brick and mortar in December and then buy another business in May so (laughs) you get it you get it yeah I totally get it all the hats so do you still do the work or are you more just managing everything now Oh, I definitely am still doing the work. I will get to that point where I'm managing it. But right now I'm 
make it a point to be in between, even if there's not a lot of the work to do because they're managing it, I still make it a point to be there. So that way that they know that their leaders there, you know, and be able to show them how and be able to make sure that our clients are being served in that integrity aspect. So you said that you opened in March. Mm -hmm. Is that when you first started doing social media marketing for people or do you have experience in it? So I have experience. I've Mm -hmm. been on social media for a couple of years, but it wasn't until like last year that I really got more into like the mechanics of it and learned the algorithms, the different ways to boost that, learned, you know, how to do outreach and all those little things that go with social media. And then I saw that there was this whole of, you know, everybody that has a social media manager, it's about look at my cool stuff or look at this quote over here. You know, there's no real personal aspect to it. And so that's what kind of drove me with my purpose in life being to unmask people and show the world who they truly are. It kind of led me to that path. That's awesome. And how did you take the leap? Like, how did you go from I'm going to be working and doing this to, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this all by myself? So I was working with a mindset coach. I was his employee in February and we went to an event by Stacy Rasky in Florida. And basically during a breathing session, I had this realization of this purpose I had. And I realized that I was no longer aligned in what I was doing and I needed to make that leap. And Having been someone that has lived most of their lives with masks, I needed to remove that last mask. So Mm -hmm. I took the leap and just was like, you know what, we're going all in on this and decided to, you know, basically that night I filed filed for the LLC, started the business, and I already had clients wanting my services because I had built that no like and trust factor and I had had people asking me hey, do you do social media? (laughs) You know, like people were already reaching out to me. So it was just one of those meant to be things. Okay. But I feel like you're downplaying the scary (laughs) because that is terrifying to me. (laughs) Oh, it is. It is. But if you knew my background, it is nothing compared to the choices I had made before. Because the thing is, is that I went from being a Walmart employee. Okay. This time last year, I was a Walmart employee and I took a leap into insurance. And the only reason I was willing to make all these leaps is because I made a promise to myself three years ago when I got released from a mental hospital that I was going to do whatever it takes to get into the purpose God gave me. And that meant if I had to lose my job and, you know, fucking like just leave it on the curb then we were going to go for it you know Mm because the thing is is that was the moment at the mental hospital was the moment I decided to live and I knew that by making that decision there was no holding back anymore that is so powerful I celebrate I'm on two years I didn't end up in a hospital. I should have been in one though, but I had my plan and I was ready to go. So Mm -hmm. two years, it's August. Yeah. So 
exactly two years ago. So I know exactly what you're saying. We've opened multiple businesses. We got married. We, you know, just doing all the things, everything we're called to. And I hate that it comes to that with most of us, but exactly. I'm, glad it went, I'm glad it went the way it did. So am I, so am I. Because the reality is three years ago, I was 350 pounds. I'm not where I want to be, but I was big. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had plans like you had said, and um, I really didn't have a drive for life. And so, you know, to be able to turn that around and be able to lean on my faith, lean on my husband and lean on the calling that we, we had been given was so instrumental in that. It is great to have a good partner. I was going to ask because you kept saying we. <laughs> Does he do the same thing you do or do you guys? So, no, <laughs> he still works a, a full-time job. Mm -hmm. We will be getting him. Hopefully the plan is by next year. We will have him out of that and we will start the adoption process and we'll be going that way because we physically can't have kids. So that's mm -hmm. something that we've always wanted. So the plan is to get to that point that we can do that. So to get him out of work and then to adopt a kid. Yep. Wow. That's again, that's brave. Usually people are like, we're secure. Let's do it. But I mean, I'm learning that security is not what we've been fed. Security exactly. We make it. Exactly. And, you know, if someone's waiting till they're secure, they're never going to make the moves that they need to make to get what they uh, desire or need or any of that. Yep. And I love that you're looking at adoption. I try to teach my children. We have four together. Uh, I try to teach my children not everything that, you know, is pushed at them through friends and school and stuff. And I always tell them trade school is a huge opportunity that's not pushed at you guys. And also you do not ever feel like you have to have a baby. You can always buy one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I know it sounds wrong, but that's, there's a whole process that goes into it. But mm -hmm. if you don't feel like having a baby, never feel pressured to. Yep, exactly. Like, we made the decision that we just can't because after eight miscarriages, oh. it's just, it's one of those things that you can only do so many times. But the thing that drives us to adoption is like you said, there's so many kids, you know, there's so many kids out there already that need homes and mm -hmm. Scott was made to be a dad. So, you know, it's one of those things. He will definitely be the stay at home dad while mom works. Like he has more patience than me. Like I'm not a patient person <laughs> <laughs> and he's okay with that. So it works. <laughs> That's awesome. That is so awesome. So do you have any formal education? I was homeschooled all my life. I graduated from being homeschooled. I went for a very short stint into paramedic EMT training, but I didn't finish. And so, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, once I saw something happen with that, it was just a no. <laughs> so I, I just in me. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
most of the people that I've talked to, they don't even use their education that they get into. Mm -mm. And the seeing something is imperative because a lot of people think it's really cool and it is I was a volunteer at EMT for a while and it's way cool but it when it's not cool when you're like you know holding c-spine and there's a definite issue going on and you might lose your patient it's it's not as fun as it looked before (laughs) no so what's been your biggest obstacle Because it seems like you've just been like, all right, I'm ready. Let's go. But what's been your biggest obstacle (laughs) taking the leap or getting it off the floor or just anything? So my biggest obstacle, and it's still a progress and every day Mm -hmm. is seeing that, you know, overcoming my mental issues, you know, depression doesn't go away. I have something called borderline personality disorder. So that also tends to kick in once in a while. And uh, with that, it really flares up, you know, you think people are out to get you or, you know, people are talking behind you and you just, I've had to learn how to cope with that. And I've had to let it go, right? It's one of those things that you go, that's not what's happening. This is what's happening. And so it's a constant struggle. It's been for three years (laughs) since I've had that diagnosis, but I'm still on medication. You know, I'm still Mm -hmm. doing the thing. And that's what also I want to bring to the forefront for people is that you don't have to be perfect to be successful, right? You don't Mm -hmm. have to have all your ducks in a row. In fact, people want the perfect you to learn from. Dude, I don't even have ducks. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm a huge proponent to that too. I don't know if you've seen any of my posts, but I have, I'm in remission. It's coming back. Uh, CPTSD. So complex post-traumatic stress disorder. And I'm currently in therapy working through some not new, but I'm ready to process some more stuff. And because of that, things are coming back, but it's definitely so important for me and I'm so glad you're willing to share on this business podcast (laughs) about mental health because you're right there are so many people being diagnosed I think especially because we're more open to going to therapy and actually seeking help and the people who raised us just didn't know better and they're like yeah if you have mental issues you're fucked like don't have any dreams and, you know, don't talk about it, just hide it. And I'm the opposite. And I commend you for doing the same, putting it out there. It's just an acronym and we are not the acronym. (laughs) We are, we are just us and that's a part of us. And we can still be badasses with multiple businesses and super successful careers. Exactly, exactly. You know, and I think that's the biggest thing is there's nothing that can hold you back, except yourself. You're the one holding yourself back. And when you decide to say, fuck that and go for it, it, that's how it happens. Yeah. Now, what's helped you the most? Uh, Daily affirmations, believe it or not. My biggest thing that has helped me is writing It started in my closet because I didn't even want to look at myself in the mirror. Um, But I would write basically uh, affirmation a day in my closet and put it on the back of the 
closet and that was my thing and then as I got more confident it got out of the closet now it's on my actual mirror and dry erase marker you know I high five myself every day when I write it and but it was a process I mean three years it took me to get to that point but by saying something positive even if I didn't believe it at first every time I went into the bathroom every time I went to closet I'd see that and say it to myself that created the mindset that I am worthy I am beautiful I am you know strong and so it sometimes it does take repetitive action to believe that it's not just this magical bottle of pixie dust that you can be like oh you believe that you're cute now like whatever (laughs) right that's not how it works like I think people like that tell us all the time that's like oh you're so beautiful though blah 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 like if you have mental health issues you're like yeah whatever right and so to do that work yourself to make you believe that was integral to where I am now that makes sense. I have a couple post-it notes up around my house too. Put them, um, you know, you have your more personal ones. Mine is consistency that I'm working on right now. I've realized consistency has always been a struggle for me. So I am worthy and capable of consistency. Mm-hmm. I've read that. I've read that post-it enough that I have it memorized now. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Do you feel it's imperative for women to work in your field, any or all of them? Absolutely. I think that women are, in my case, like, I feel like being a woman in any field is important. Like, there isn't a field that's guys only. I think that any field can have a strong woman in it, you know, that there isn't a boundary there. You know, any person that has the dream or passion for social media or for helping people unmask themselves deserves to go after that yeah I totally agree and if they are interested in I mean you said you're hiring but if they're interested in starting their own business or working with you do you have any advice for that For sure. So my first thing would be you know get real clear on what you want. So for me, like I thought I'd figure it out when I got out of that hospital. I was like, oh, I'm going to know everything. No, that's not how it works. Um, You have to keep going one step further than you were. That's uncomfortable. So, you know, I was a Walmart employee and then I was like, you know what, we're going to take a leap and try insurance. Like I knew nothing about insurance, but that's why I did it. Right. And then it was like, you know, I know nothing about coaching, but I know that I'm supposed to be some kind of coach, right? You start to put pieces together. You know, the insurance part taught me some structure and things that I needed. The coaching, I found a passion there. It wasn't the right coaching. And so then, you know, the social media, it just all connects together. So if you have a gut feeling that, you know, I should do this, go for it because the worst case scenario is you're right back where you were and you have no regrets. Yes. I love that. It's funny. We just bought a dry cleaner and my husband, he quit his day job and he's now working only for us. And he came home one day and he had fixed this issue and worked on the website and did this and the other. And he's like, it's so weird 
because I feel like every odd job, because he's had, I don't even know how many jobs, Mm -hmm. but he's like every odd job, every YouTube rabbit hole, because he loves to watch learning YouTubes. It's like every single rabbit hole I've fallen down on YouTube to learn how to do things is for right now. I'm using all of that knowledge and all of the experience and the million different things. And it's really powerful being able to experience and see that, no, you weren't a fuck up because you couldn't find the job you loved. You were in every single job you were supposed to be to get yourself successful. Yes, I 100% uh, believe in that. Like if I look at back at my work history, I mean, I went from Walmart to factory to this to that, right? Like I've done it all. And, you know, for a while I thought the same thing, but now it's like, oh, I'm learning. This is all stuff I can implement, right? Right. Yeah, it's it's way awesome being able to see that there is something bigger because I think that we can all, especially when we're in that that dark place, everything is so small. It's really empowering to look around and see that, oh, there is a bigger picture at play. It's not just me. And, you know, my fuck up probably isn't even really a fuck up. It's something that I needed to keep going. So yeah, I hope that everyone finds that someday because it helps. Yes, <laughs> it does. It does. And I think, you know, I definitely believe that everything happens for a reason. We don't understand mm-hmm. it at the moment, usually, but later on, we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And we mean everything like, oh, you're divorcing. You thought your perfect partner. No, they weren't. You thought so, but you learned this and this, and now you're with someone else. So even at your worst, Uh you can get through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's the best advice you've received? It can be either personally or professionally. My best advice that I've received was from a person that was in a group called Apex named Chris Whitehead. We had a one-on-one conversation in February. And he basically challenged me and was like, what are you doing? You know, what, where are you going? What was this all for? You know, he basically Mm -hmm. challenged that I wasn't meant to just be an employee, right? He just challenged that whole mindset. Because, you know, especially being someone who had mental health issues, and, you know, all that, I always thought I'd just be an employee that made a difference, right? And so he challenged me to go for more. And so because he believed that I could, I went after it. So I'm forever grateful for the support and for the advice he's given me since then. All right. This is my favorite question. What do you do for fun? You can't say work. (laughs) No. So right now it's a lot of work, but, um, when I do have two seconds, I go to the llama farm. <laughs> I I used to show llamas and I used to, you know, be a champion at it. Got a lot of grand champions in llama obstacles, believe it or not. <laughs> and so when I have a moment, I go and see the llamas at the Glen by my parents' house. And I just go out there and pet and play with them. That's my favorite thing to do in my spare time. 
did you, I have so many questions. <laughs> did you train them to do the obstacles? Yes. Yes. So I trained one llama specifically named Midori. She was mine and she would not only do the obstacles, but I could do them without having to like have a leash on her and stuff. I would just point and she would do them. You know, she'd pick up the trash in her own stall. Like she was awesome. <laughs> I trained her to do everything. She was one of a kind llama. When she passed away, when I was 19, that was kind of what triggered my mental health issues again, because as a homeschooler, you don't have a ton of friends. And so that yeah. llama was my friend. Right. I had no idea they were so intelligent. They are so, so intelligent. Like we used to like do red ball, blue ball, like she'd kick the red ball, kick the blue ball. We we had a llama that we used to do Pepsi, please, Coke, please. They'd grab the Pepsi, grab the Coke. <laughs> um, there was also one that used to open her own gate. <laughs> And that's how she's had some babies because she'd open hers and open the boys. <laughs> uh, I mean, get what the, you need. <laughs> exactly. It was funny because we were like, yep, she can't, we aren't breeding her again. She's getting up there in age. She had other plans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but the thing is, is that they're super smart and they're super friendly. Like people have the stereotype that llamas spit at people and are like mean and all these things. Llamas aren't that way if you raise them right. Like they can be the most lovable, gentle creatures that you will ever meet. Yeah, they get a little pissed if you like do something they don't like, but just don't do that thing. <laughs> I mean, same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you steal my food, to... I might stab you with my fork. <laughs> or, you know, you put the momager up their ass. Yeah, you put the momager up my ass, I'm gonna probably scream at you too. Like <laughs> Yeah, that's that's for sure. <laughs> I never knew I needed that information. Do they film them like they do dog dog racing and the dog stuff? Because I watch that quite a bit. Yes. So it's not so much on TV, but like you can look up like llama shows or the Michigan Llama Association or Alpaca Llama Show Association and find things. There's definitely a lot more out there than people think. Like there's a whole international llama registry the whole works like it's a whole thing and i am youtubing that tonight i'm so excited <laughs> yeah yeah if you scroll back on my facebook you'll see little caitlin with llama photos you know <laughs> that that's so awesome i i can die happy now i so, <laughs> i love learning so much about people i uh I really am grateful that I started this podcast. Did you That's know you can train is. pigs too? What? Did you know you can train pigs too? Yes. Yes, I did. We had pigs. I didn't until recently. <laughs> we never trained them except to go into the trailer when it was time for them to... But <laughs> Right, right, right. But yes, they are very smart. I mean, I could argue that my dog is a pig, but you know. Yeah. Mine's not. He's crackhead. He's a <laughs> he's a, a Australian Shepherd healer, so he is just always on the go for sure. He's mm -hmm. one that I could train to do that. Right now, I'm training him to put a ball in a bucket, so I can buy him one of those things where you can put the ball in it and it'll shoot it for him. Because mm 
we'll have three people out there throwing balls and our arms tire before his do so or his legs do oh yeah that's how my beagle is yeah all righty well that is all the questions I had for you do you have any questions for me not off the top of my head but thank you for having me on I really do appreciate it of course I'm so excited to have you on all the women that I can get on here to encourage other women and girls to get into these businesses I'm all about it Mm -hmm. absolutely great so actually I just thought of another thing Right now is when I ask you to list all the places where people can find you, but I also want you to plug, you have an event coming up, don't you? When is that event? Absolutely. So this is our first Raw and Real event. It's going to change the game for so many people. It is going to be September 16th, and it's going to go from 3.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m., and it's completely virtual, so you don't have to get up off your couch. You can stay on your couch. You can watch it in the bathroom for all I care. I don't care. The thing is, is that everyone should be there because this is going to be an event that basically gets you in the feels. It's not going to be your typical entrepreneur event. It's going to be one of those that breaks your shells open and gets you to where you need to be because we're going to cover everything from what boundaries you need to set to, you know, becoming confident, opening up your integrity all the way to empowering you so it's going to be awesome that's fantastic so it is the raw and real empowerment event september 16th how can they get tickets so if you go to our facebook page which is just the raw and real empowerment llc not the but you get the point right (laughs) if you go there there are posts and almost every post has the link to it And then same with social media doctor, you just put in social media doctor, it'll come up. We also have groups attached to each of those that you can get free value from. But yeah, any social media platform, I'm on it. Just look for Caitlin or Raw and Real and I'm there. (laughs) Great. I'd also like if you could send me those links, I'll put them in the show notes for everyone. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Caitlin. I really appreciate this conversation and the time we spent together I would add you but we're already friends on Facebook (laughs) yeah exactly thank you for having me on no problem you have a good night you too bye oh my gosh thank you so much for listening today I hope you had as much fun as I did if you liked this please rate review and subscribe to ensure that you can more easily find me in the future To continue this and more conversations, you can always find me at d at fragmentors.com. That's D-E-A at fragmentors.com on Instagram and Facebook at Fragmentors. And I also have a Facebook group uh, called Fragmentors where all the ladies with like-minded business sense hang out and enjoy. Thank you again. Bye. We got the right stuff. We 